Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Yes, Eric. It's, as of this recording, it's day two of E3. And as of this recording, it is... Day five of Voltron being released on Netflix. Oh, yes. I totally got distracted by new video games. I haven't haven't watched uh, Voltron. I've watched it all. Oh, damn. I mean, it's only 13 episodes. Well, yeah, still, that's 13 half-hour chunks, though. That's pretty good. I know. I really wanted to pace myself, but I just liked it so much. Wow. So good. Awesome. So we got to talk about that. Let's talk about that, dude. Straight up. I mean, I'm, right. I'm salivating over here. All right. Everyone go on Netflix and watch Voltron. Do it. Even if you don't like Voltron, we need the streams, dude. Is it too early to start a <laughs> renew Voltron for season two petition kind of deal? No. Well, um, I think it's it's good to talk about it, but you don't need like a campaign unless Netflix says, no, we're not going to do it. Well, I mean, they, Voltron is like right at the top of the screen, and I've seen it on uh, web ads and stuff like that, so it must be getting a push, but it mm. needs to come back, dude. Dude, this is the best version of Voltron of all time. I believe it. It is so good. It's so good. I mean, it takes the Voltron mythology mm. and expands upon it and just makes it better. Awesome. I mean, you know, we grew up in the 80s. We liked the original Voltron, but, you know, the original Voltron was just scraped together from other cartoons and, you know... Oh, I mean... it. It, it was it was like the the it, it was like five five voice actors, one of them being female in a room doing thousands of voices, and you could really tell. Yeah, and you could tell sometimes the stories probably quite weren't quite what was actually happening in the animation and stuff. But yeah, it was it was still good. We liked it. Um, the one you know, and then it got shittier when it went to the vehicle modes, and then. Like uh, four years ago, they came out with the latest version, which was dumbed down for children, mm. um, which is what they all do now. Because for some reason, us '80s kids are more intelligent than, you know, <laughs> the new crop. I don't so, know. Trans- tra- original Transformers was pretty dumb. Let's just say come that. On. <laughs> you haven't seen Rescue Heroes, have you? Well, no. Come it's true. Well, well, hang on, hang on. There's like because now we have kids. Now I see that there's like okay, there's like preschool entertainment for kids now, which is like a new thing. And then there's like kindergarten era, and then there's like five to six right, year old. Fine, fine. Look at Transformers Prime. Okay. Really, you can only have five Autobots or whatever, and they all each have to have their own human kid counterpart, uh, and the episode's got to be about the kids. Come on. No, it's dumb. Come on. It's, it's fucking dumbing down here. But no, this Voltron. Is amazing. First of all, the animation is amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, the stories are good, and oh, the characters, dude. I mean, we go back to the original five Voltrons, uh, cadets, whatever you want to call them, not cadets. The uh, explorers, space explorers. Yes, they do call it space explorers in the first episode. Nice. Um, and uh, they've moved some of the lions around. Mm-hmm. You'll never believe who the black lion is now. Is it the black guy? No, like Power it's, Rangers. It's Sven. <laughs> Sven, all right. Except they're going by his Japanese name, which was Shiro. Right, a lot less embarrassing. Sorry, any Svens so, out there. Yeah, and there's no Norwegianist anymore. But no, so so Shiro, old mm-hmm. school Sven, is the black lion. Keith is now the red lion. That's what he should be. He's not the leader anymore, but like he's still like he's tough. He's like the the best pilot, and uh, it was, it was, he's it, awesome. It was always strange that like 
uh, Keith being like the dude in the red costume was always in the yes. Black Lion when Sven had the black costume. Yeah. So I'm glad they got that right, man. Um, so that moves um, Lance to the Blue Lion. Mm-hmm. And then Pidge and Hunk are in the same ones that they've always been in. Okay. Um, but it's so good, dude. It shows their origin story. And the way they put the team together is amazing. Um, they give you this like mystery uh, to Shiro's background, which is a very cool way to start it off. And, and I'm barely spoiling anything, but yeah, I will spoil this one little thing. It answers the biggest original Voltron question we've ever had. Really? What do you think that might be off the top of your head? Well, off the top of my head, in the first episode... Uh, it was either like translation weirdness or they just didn't want to show it, but it was like Earth has been like destroyed and they're the last ones left or something like that, maybe. So I always kind of wondered like, what happened to Earth? Why can't they like go back to Earth? Was Earth like totally totaled? Second question, where's Lortor? Okay, okay. You're, you're thinking too hard, but okay. all right. To answer those questions, uh, Lortor not in it. Okay. Dealing with Zarkon and Hagar. Sweet. Um, Earth, still there. They're all from Earth. Okay. In fact, Earth is still, it's like undiscovered country. Earth is just bare, it just starts to now experience the fact that there are a whole universe of people just killing each other. <laughs> but the age old question, Chad, you're going to smack yourself for not realizing it is Is Pidge a boy or a girl? <laughs> Okay, well, well, I mean, when, is is Hunk still Fred Flintstone? Because uh... <laughs> basically, the Hunk is, Hunk is hilarious, dude. All right. Awesome. Well, anyways, in the '80s, the way Pidge was drawn, we're like, is that a girl? Is it we're like a headband that he or she is wearing? And then the voice was very weird, very ambiguous, um, very Japanese. Yep, totally a girl. What? Pidge is a girl. Pidge's real name is Katie. Oh my god! Awesome. It's so cool because Pidge is pretending to be a boy. Uh. And then they figure it out in like the fourth episode when they do Pidge's backstory. Hmm. And you find out that she was a girl, but her brother was abducted. And she had infiltrated the military to find out, and they booted her out. So the only way to get in was to disguise herself as a boy and enter um, enter the military, yes. where she met Lance and Hunk. Let's get down to business. Yes. Mulan style. She totally Mulan's it. But, I mean, I always, you know, I, I always thought Pidge was kind of a girl in the original one. And so this was so cool. They took that. They didn't need to, but they took that, gave it its own backstory, made it awesome. Sweet. So, um, dudes, the writing is so good. The characters are so good that they don't even form Voltron every episode. And they don't need to. Awesome. They go, there'll be an episode where they don't even, they don't even do it. They just fight stuff on their own sometimes in the lions sometimes not even in the lions the space explorers are the heart of the show not the robot yeah it works and it works i mean it would suck if it didn't work mm -hmm. but it totally works it's not like oh we've reached a 17 minute mark of the episode time for that voltron to form you know <laughs> doesn't happen in this one they're so good and the thing is they introduce humor into it and it's just perfect the humor just really goes a long way like everyone's funny even the serious guys have a funny moment here and there awesome you know there was there was always the uh, the achilles heel of the original voltron force was like taking take them out of the lion and they're like they're screwed it's like they, they oh. can't they can't form captain planet with just four yeah. lions and so that was always 
like Lotor's plan. He's just like, you just got to take down one lion. Which lion? The princess's lion, because girls are dumb. No, this is so cool. Like, they go on, like, undercover missions and stuff. Cool. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, Princess Lura and Koran. Koran, mm-hmm. or what? Whoops. Koran. <laughs> <laughs> and her Bible. Oh, dude. <laughs> her advisor, Koran. Uh-huh. Um, she's she's not in the line, but she's got... Um, She's a major player, major character. Awesome. And uh, Karan is hilarious. Sweet. Um, wait, wait. Do, do, does the nanny and the mice force? The mice <laughs> the are mice. in there. Nice. <laughs> they're small. They're only in one or two, two episodes, but it works. I mean, dude, like I said, I tried not to binge watch, but it was so good. There's a couple episodes in the middle that get a little slow. They're dealing mm-hmm. with this planet that's alive, and they got to try and save the planet. And they spend like two episodes on that, and that that was a snoozer. But aside from that, I mean, dude, I was laughing so hard, and I was just loving every episode. And it was just over too fast. On it, like the the humor when they're trying to figure out the lions and how to form Voltron is just hilarious. Yeah. And then they're all on the blue line at first, and Lance is piloting it, and he's, he's like, what are, what are all these noises and stuff? And they're trying to figure out how to work the line. And like Lance is like, whoa, what was that noise? And they're all listening here. this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I was like, ah. That's so, awesome. Uh, it's just, it's so good, dude. I, I highly loved it. And it's by the executive producer teams did Avatar and Korra. They were on Justice League. They were on teen, uh, Young Justice so I mean, the pedigree's great. The animation is very it seems it looks just like Korra. So it's great animation, awesome. And like I said, they don't even need to form Voltron every time. That rules, man. Wow. I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It was good. This is like I was waiting for a new cartoon to fill in that gap of you know like you know because I watch cartoons, but you know you just need that one where like this is fucking good, yeah. and it is. But I'm already done watching it, so I'm like, ah, <laughs> make more thirteen guys. Come on, that wasn't enough. Mm. So, but yes, go on Netflix and go watch Voltron, and then come back on our Facebook page and agree with me, so we can talk <laughs> like more. We can talk more spoiler. Oh, oh, and dudes, oh, they came up with this perfect weapon system too. Oh, it's so good. I mean, instead of just forming blazing sword, right. every all right. So every space explorer gets the lion, and they get this thing called a uh, shoot. It starts with a B. Crap. Bayard sword. No, Bayard, I think. It's oh. like this little handheld thing, but each one forms something else. So you're holding this like it's like a half circle. It almost looks like a little pizza cutter knife or something. Mm-hmm. But in each a person's hand, you can form one person. Keith forms a sword. Hunk forms a gigantic machine gun. <laughs> you know, Pidge can use it as a grappling hook. And each one comes with lion except Shiro's because they're like, sorry, I got the black lions. Bayard got lost and stuff. And, um, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, you better believe someone's going to fucking find that. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, that's, um, that's awesome. That, that reminds me of the, um, the, the four years ago version, the, uh, the sequel, where you said they could form different weapons. Yeah. In this one, uh, the black lion is always the head. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at different points, each line they can activate their Bayard, and then Voltron, you know, like when Hunk activates his, Voltron forms a giant, huge laser gun, awesome laser cannon and stuff. So, and it's it's really it's it's really cool. I was I was impressed with, with how they did it, and like I said, it was you know there was a couple slow episodes, but aside from that, I mean, it was never lame. It was fun. It was it was hilarious at times. So, 
Rock on, dudes. Well done. It's awesome. nice. To, it's so nice when an old property gets revisited and it's good, you know? Mm. Yeah. So. That's true. Like, oftentimes we'll get extreme Ghostbusters or something else yeah. that just totally misses the mark. But, dude, we're, we're just living in the golden age of animation right yeah, now I mean, where, you know, we, yeah. we, we grew up with, like, cartoons we thought were awesome but were, like, not really great. Oh, they were good. But, I mean, the new Ninja Turtles... I mean, it's been out for four years now. Mm-hmm. Way better than original. Yeah. Way better than the two thousands. And same with this Voltron. Way better than original. Way better than the two thousands. So. Yeah, there's certain, there's certain Voltrons we don't talk about. Yeah. Vehicle Voltron. Oh, Actually, the live action Voltron. Can't say I've ever seen that one. It uh, it's one of those DVDs like Bible Man that you just you can't huh. find it on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. It's like yeah. So uh, if you own Bible Man DVDs, they may be worth some money. Just saying. But hilarious! I, I would. That's my recommendation for this week. If you haven't seen Bible Man, you gotta check it out. <laughs> no, check out Voltron first. Uh, yeah, definitely. But like Bible Man is just pure insane. It's just, it's just hilarious to watch. Oh yeah, I've seen clips. Yeah, I, I had All a right. DVD. Wait, we can. Right, 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 right. I'm ready for some E3. E3. My God, it's day two of E3 right now. Uh, that means I'll be releasing this podcast uh, probably tomorrow morning, and there'll be more stuff on day three. But um, I'm going to tell you about the stuff that I gave a crap about because there's so much stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like uh, your Comic Cons or, um, you know, any uh, like a big trade show, except it's mostly video games uh, now, that we're seeing. Did, did everyone take a, a moment, just like a one minute long moment, to just boo Disney for canceling Infinity? <laughs> No, not really. I don't think anybody really gives a crap about Infinity. <laughs> the ones, the ones that do, like the ones in the community, I'm sure are sad. But I know they're they're keeping the servers up for a little while longer, so people can t- continue to make you know stuff and put it up for everyone else to enjoy. And so if you're just getting to Disney Infinity, and I I figured with the launch of uh, Skylanders uh, Imaginarium Imaginators. Um, that like the toys to toys to in-game characters i forget what you call that uh it's kind of reached the end of its uh run like Mm. like we're seeing the end like disney's pulling disney's when when disney can't monetize uh toys to to like dlc toys you Mm. know that it's that you're having some trouble so. Well, all those Infinity characters were just too expensive. That was the problem. So, But now that they've canceled it, I'm going to wait a couple more months and maybe probably get them all for like 20 bucks. Yeah, dude. Well, actually, if you if you want my uh, all my Infinity figures, I have like 30. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, will, I will give them to you. No problem. Oh, my kid would love it. I mean, he's... Yeah, yeah, he loves all those characters. So I, I, I basically like uh, GameStop, and I'm, I'm pretty sure my local GameStop's still doing this deal. So maybe it's a deal that they're doing, but they're not really advertising anymore. But like used uh, figures like that, like Skylanders, uh, um, uh, Infinity, not Amigo, uh, not Amiibos. Uh, they, they do like uh, buy two get three free, or get buy three get two free, something like that. So okay. ba- basically, you can buy like five figures for like five bucks each. So you don't have to pay full price, like fifteen dollars a figure, which is insane. You get them used, and you get them for like on the cheap. Uh, did they? I think maybe was the last one they did was did they do a Kylo Ren? Yes, they did. They they did uh, a cup like all the uh, main characters from the most uh, recent Star Wars. See, I need to get the Kylo Ren one then. 
Yeah, if you're going to go full full on Disney Infinity, you got to go Disney Infinity 3.0 because that's the Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. And so like like there's like a whole Star Wars like universe parts to it and like the game that uh that comes with the uh like the starter pack is Star Wars themed. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got to get the add-ons too cuz there's like a bunch of add-on games. So if there's not like a game of the year uh version yet, just like pick them up in like individual packs. Like I just, I was just in a GameStop today and I saw like the uh, Toy Box Takeover, which is highly recommended. It's like mm-hmm. an add-on game uh, for like five bucks, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like it's little things that like te- the like you know that raise the price, but get, just get it all used, you know. Yeah. Like who cares? And it won't be that bad. So you got to do Toy Box Takeover. There's like a fighting game add-on. There's like a, a Mario Kart style add-on. That'll like you know it's it'll be like around like five bucks ish unless you can get I, them in a deal. I just want it to be like quasi real life. So if you log on Disney Infinity, you see all these Disney characters are like, oh yes, play with us. <laughs> <laughs> you know they got like long beards and stuff. Oh yes, play with me. Yeah, they used that's always the deal with Animal Crossing. Where like yeah. you log back in and all the characters are like tell you exactly how long it's been. They're like, It's been three months and there's weeds everywhere and everyone is pissed at you. They're like, yeah, Why we, didn't you answer my letter? We had to eat Daryl. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now this this is great video by uh, Hot Diggity Demon where the guy he logs back into his Animal Crossing game after a year and like the, the village is like on fire. And everyone, because <laughs> you're you're the mayor in the most recent one, so everyone had like they're like burning effigies of him, and <laughs> like every, this is like they want like mob justice. Everyone wants him dead. Yeah, apparently Disney Infinity should have been called Disney three and a half years. Yeah. All right, so E three, E three, E three. So um, I watched I watched the the Nintendo thing. Uh, I watched the Nintendo broadcast. I watched the Xbox broadcast. I watched the Sony broadcast. I only have a PS4 now, so Sony's the only one I gave a crap about. And their uh, their their presentation was the best. Hmm. You know, not a lot of like yammering and jawing on about you know we're so proud and blah blah blah. No, they have like a live orchestra playing the badass uh, themes for all these kick-ass uh, old PlayStation games. As the presenters come up and they're like, and here's the trailer. Boom. So mm. it was basically just like trailer on trailer on trailer on trailer. Uh, and the moments that I think that everyone's talking about outside of the new Zelda game is uh, God of War 4. Mm. Like you get this mysterious new trailer, this little kid talking to his deep, evil-sounding dad. <laughs> and all of a sudden Kratos with a beard pops out of the darkness and everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> It looks it looks awesome, and I wasn't I never really got into the old uh, God of War series. I could never I don't know what it was about the gameplay. I couldn't get into it, but this new uh, gameplay it's over the shoulder. Uh, mm. There it looks like Kratos is up against what everybody thought for years and years was uh, Kratos is up against uh, Norse mythology. So he's gonna kill a lot of Norse gods, and there's a ton, and a lot of dragons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Just watch and and all these just like just go and watch the video. I can't do it justice. Oh, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, dude. Immediately, I could have downloaded the demo to Resident Evil Seven, but then they announced that guess what? You can play the whole game in VR. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that's why I'm excited because it's first person this time. Mm-hmm. And then if you put it in VR, it's like all right. We've always said that the problem with one of the problems of 
Resident Evil 5 and 6 is that it's not scary anymore. Yeah. But now if you're first person and you're in VR, like, get ready for the scares. Yeah, dude. Well, there's this already a bunch of, uh, like, horror uh, uh, VR games that are scaring the piss out of people, but this one looked, like, awesome. They're back to their roots. They uh, With Resident Evil 6, they went as far out as they possibly could into, like, an action smorgasbord. Yeah. And now they just, like, took it way back to, like, stripped everything away. You're back in a house. At yeah, least for, back at in least a for the demo. house. They, they say, uh, although I might download the demo because um, I was, oh, man, I got a mosquito on my ear. Uh, I might download the demo because they said after they released it. Yeah. You did have a mosquito. That. that was me pretending to you had another mosquito in your yeah, ear. Yeah, bastard. Sorry. No. Um, everyone in this house got, like, nailed with mosquitoes last night, except for me because I sleep with sheets and blankets over my head. Totally <laughs> yeah. cocooned. Like a dead body in the morgue. Exactly. So they said that the the demo is actually not part of the game. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they're like, guess what? You can play this kick-ass demo, and on like 99% of other demos, it's not just like the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the standalone thing. So yeah, I might, I might just actually uh, download it and, and play it. But like, God, I'm severely limiting my video games right now because I have like stuff to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. because when you're a parent it's like all right when you put the kids to bed you have a couple hours ish after they're down when you're super freaking tired to either chill out or do something important so i have like work stuff to do so i can't just chill out and play video games until it's done anyway uh horizon zero dawn the game where you're uh, you're basically um you're in a world populated with robots Mm-hmm. You're the seemingly in the demo. Uh, all, you're the only human around, like a couple humans here or there. But all the wildlife on the planet is robots. Oh yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's super awesome, and it's like it's like you get dropped down into like the dinosaur day, days, except all the dinosaurs are robots. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. A lot of bow. Uh, that she's like she she has like a bunch of different weapons. Uh, you can like target different parts of the robots. And basically, like, every single robot that you fight, like, they all have different weak spots that you have to figure out. And, like, you can't just, like, attack them head on or they will do, like, apparently their attacks do a ton of damage to you. Mm. So you got to be crafty and coy and figure out how to do it. You can also, kind of like Pokemon, at least with one of these robots, um, you can beat the hell out of it and then reprogram it to be on your side. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so that looked really cool. Like, it, in the demo, they showed uh, she she beats <clears throat> the crap out of this horse-type robots mm. <laughs> and then reprograms it, and then she's like, you know, to me, my horse! Yeah. And, uh, and then she rides it around into battle. That was yes. just awesome. And, and, you know, it's like it's like the, the game that, that Sony's really, really pushing right now, uh, but it looks just really beautiful, and everything about it just looks awesome. So the Speaking hype the hype is real. Speaking of really beautiful, I saw the announcement yes. that they're that they're updating all the Crash Bandicoot games for PS4. That's right. Yes. Crash is Crash is back, baby, in the cheapest way possible. That's my tiki guy. I like. All, I, I will. I mean, he has such iconic sound effects. Every time he whirls or smashes into a box, I love it. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I would, I would love to play Crash Two again, but I don't know. It's kind of like, um, so somebody made the point. They're like, um, I sure would love to play Crash Team Racing again, guys. Guys, uh, no. anybody? No. Like, 
Look at look how many zillions of copies Mario Kart 8 sold. Come on, Crash Bandicoot, you've got all you get all the uh, the racers you need. Yeah. CTR baby. CTR was the last Crash game that Naughty Dog made, and it was the swan song. In my eyes, it was like the last actual Crash game that was ever made because everyone after that has sucked. Well, CTR two was good. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it yeah. was still good. And then, then they made like a double dash one, which was just the worst. It wasn't. It wasn't as good. Where you could like but, fuse fuse together, but eh. Remember we played it. We got it for Christmas, and we played it like for ten minutes. Yeah. We <laughs> said, "Oh, oh, this is really bad." It was. It was. It was, really it was strange. I mean, it was interesting that like you could fuse with another car on the fly. You know, yeah. but then it was like, well, I'm competing against you, so to slow you down, I'm going to, like, fuse with your car and then, like, crash us or something, or try and fuse with you quick and then unfuse. I mean, it, it was interesting, but it wasn't good. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, whatchamacallit, Crash Bandicoot, he's also in Skylanders, but, man, I'm only interested in playing the Skylanders um, uh, Superchargers, the racing game. Once mm. it gets once it gets cheap enough, all those cars, you know, uh, can find them used somewhere. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the game for me. Like it really looks like like a, a CTR like sequel. Anywho, I'm also looking forward to uh, what you call it. Uh, they showed <laughs> they showed this game called Days Gone, which mm-hmm. is like uh, the biker gang versus zombies. Okay. So he's like a biker bounty hunter. And he's talking, he's, like, living through the zombie apocalypse, except, like, you know in the movie World War Z with Brad Pitt, where, like, the yes. zombies were just, like, falling over each other, you know, forming these giant chains, like those ants in, like, Africa? Yeah. Uh, they have those zombies in this game. Oh, okay. So you're fighting potentially, like, thousands of zombies, like, fast zombies that are just, like, running at you, tripping, falling, and the next zombie is just, like, running over top of them. Oh man! So in the in the videos of the show, like he uh, he's trying to go onto this farm because he's a bounty hunter to kill this one dude. But in uh, in killing that guy, accidentally he trips across like thousands of zombies, and he's just like backpedaling, 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 and just mowing down like thousands of them with like a machine gun. Nice. That looked pretty cool. Um, but. Uh, they demoed a ton of VR games, and I pre-ordered the PSVR, man. I'm looking forward to October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the titles that they debuted at E3 that I'm looking forward to, I mean, uh, did you see the trailer for Eagle Flight? No. So imagine, uh, you're in VR, you're an eagle, and you're flying through the ruined city of Paris. Okay. So that's cool enough. Uh, by the way, you can scoop up a bunny... A random bunny, and then you got to fly it over to your nest and drop it off, like uh, picking up a basketball and like dropping it into uh, a basket. Okay. But at the same time, there's three other eagles flying around trying to murder you, pick up the yes. bunny, and then drop it into their nest. Eagle fights. Yes. I love eagle fights. And you get a long range attack. Oh, poop. No, <laughs> I think it's like no, it's like you uh, you like you do your eagle scream. <laughs> Yeah, you're uh, and uh, and it like shoots out a projectile. Okay. So there's that, and like that's the game, and it looks so cool. Hmm. 
So I would, so it's, I think it's called Eagle Flight. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Ubisoft or something. Anyway, just, just Google the, uh, the trailer. It's awesome. Um, uh, Farpoint, it was, uh, this like survival sci-fi looking VR game where you're on an alien world and look like you're just running around. Then all of a sudden you see the, that you have a gun, which is awesome. And any kind of VR game is like, all right, suddenly you can shoot things. Then you come across a giant spider monster and the, and the, the trailer ends. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit like, all right, what are you shooting? Are you is this like a survival game? Are you running away from stuff? Is it exploration? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It looked interesting. Ooh, I mean, uh, yeah, this whole VR thing sounds like they might get it right this time. Well, that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's saying that like if it's not like 3D, it's not like the Connect. This yeah. is got to be like a real thing. But there's just the the games that sell it are like few and far between. Like there's going to be a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and there's going to be a lot of, like, big games selling, like, a demo as an actual game, uh, but sometimes, like, an add-on. Case in point, Star Wars Battlefronts has a VR mission. Interesting. So, you know, one of, one of our biggest complaints was that, uh, was the X-Wing missions in Star Wars Battlefront 3? As in, like, they were, like, over too quick and you were just fighting other dudes? Yeah, I mean, fighting other dudes was the problem. Like, I liked the dogfight this time. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it was just, come on, guys. Can't we fight some AI? <laughs> so this time, you're going to be fighting AI. Oh, good. You're piloting an X-Wing and you're in space. Nice. Boom. It's They're saying there's going to be, like, two hours of gameplay. So it's going to be, like, probably, like, a short scripted battle. Where like you're doing like you're you're going through like a story. Well, hopefully it hits and it's good, and then whoever the hell owns Wing Commander yeah. says, "Aha! Now we can come back and make a truly kick-ass game." It already... don't you want to be in the cockpit of Wing Commander? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's Absolutely, do this. dude. I well, mean, we'll probably still watch Angel die every time, but whatever. Well, sometimes they deserve to die. Yeah. Angels deserve to die. Uh, no, it already exists. It's called Eve Valkyrie. It's, I know, but I want Wing Commander. Ah, well, somebody needs to mod that game then. Put the Kilrothi in. Come on, Wing Commander VR first person. Let's do this. Yeah, I bet it'll happen. Somebody, somebody just needs to kickstart it. That's all. Or because Eve Eve Valkyrie uh, is on PC, I'm sure they'll just make a mod. Bring back, bring back the Space Cats. Yeah, there was a little. There was a little. Um, uh, there was like there was a new trailer for Mass Effect. Uh, the new Mass Effect, Mass Effect Four, which they're calling Mass Effect uh, Andromeda, but there wasn't mm-hmm. really any new information. So I'm looking forward to that. Whenever it comes out, I'm buying it. All right, on to Zelda. 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 Yawn. What? <laughs> I mean, I mean. All right, they did. I mean, first of all, it does. It does look beautiful. They spent a little too much time just showing us all the uh, the, the grass and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that uh, Link can now mountain climb. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. He can jump now. He could never jump. Like, there was never a jump button before. I mean, let's face it. I mean, they didn't show enough of what that game is going to be about. But I did just want to, like, run and explore in that world when I was watching the trailer. I uh so I actually watched 2 hours of a live playthrough okay where they were skipping around to different areas 
Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of interesting... There's, like, a ton of interesting stuff to do. Link can... Um, when he attacks and kills uh, certain enemies, he can pick up their weapons. Cool. You know, you're constantly... Your weapons are constantly breaking as, the, as you use them, like uh, Dead Rising. So mm-hmm. you constantly need to pick up, like, a new weapon... Uh, you know, and use it. He has a ton of interesting new powers, like he has magnet powers and uh, a bunch of new and interesting things to make going through the dungeons uh, different. Like there's like two or three ways to solve every puzzle in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. So that's, huh. I mean, and just like some of the weird random stuff that's just like so obscure, you can do like, you can set, um, it, like you put a bunch of sticks in the ground and some flint and hit it and there's a fire that pops up. Like, hmm. boom, like you you just crafted a fire. But then uh, they did it in a windy area, and the wind picked up the, the fire, and it set some, like, grass on fire, and he just, like, started a forest fire. Aha, consequences. I know. So there's there's actually, like, a ton of stuff to do. It's a huge map. You know, it's open world, and there's, like, over 100 little dungeons, you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing, like, spirit trials. But But, and this is just me personally, because I was waiting for this game on the Wii U. I was waiting, waiting, waiting. You know, it's been teased for way too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just lost interest. Mainly mainly because Hyrule Warriors came out, and I was like, oh, my God, fuck Skyrim. You Chad, know. we discussed this. You always have to call it Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> it's true. I mean, the action and violence and and horse riding in Hyrule Warriors is pretty awesome. Though Link is riding a horse in this one, too. It's true. No, and there's so many things to do in this that I'm sure that in The Legend of Zelda, colon, Breath of the Wild, uh, that people will have, like, tons... I mean, people will be talking about this game for a while. It's the most trending game of the conference so far, but I... But honestly, I couldn't care. Like, nothing, nothing about it seems new. Like, if you, if you wanted uh, an open-world Zelda game... This is it. This is it. They gave you so much to do. That's awesome. But personally, I've just moved on. You know, like, I I, tr- I, I definitely don't, uh, unless it's, like, a special, like, genre that's dear to my heart, like a JRPG that's really good, I try mm-hmm. not to, like, do the same type of genre of games, like, over and over again, because I'm kind of bored with that. See, I, is, they got to, as long as I can go fishing. <laughs> as long as I can go fishing on there. Seriously, Let's dude. Do this. Ze- you could always fish in Zelda. Uh, from I think Ocarina of Time on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's see other games. They showed more Gravity Rush too. Looks fucking awesome. The first, the first was great. The second one, they gave you more powers and that rules. Uh, if you have no idea what Gravity Rush is, just Google it right now, man. Get on the YouTube's. It's awesome. You're basically just you're a girl who can like turn off and mess with gravity at will. And it's awesome. You can, like, just float through the air. You can, uh, at one point, you can summon, like, a gravity bubble around yourself. So just, like, all of a sudden with, like, a button press, like, shoomp, like the the people or the trash cans or anything around you suddenly floating in the air without gravity. And everyone's going, ah! And then you, (laughs) like, throw things, like, way across the screen. Just, like, gravity gravity powers rules. And they gave you more in Gravity Rush 2. Um, there was a Buzz Lightyear cartoon called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command or Space Rangers. I think it's Star Command. And, and there was this chick with a huge head. I think her name was Gravitina. Yeah. And she wanted to bang Buzz. Mm-hmm. She had gravity powers. Yeah. And she was tough. She was a tough bitch to beat. <laughs> I think Buzz had to like fake woo her with his penis. 
Damn. to win. He's like, I will totally bang you if you throw this fight. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's like, worked oh. for me. So, yeah, he, he definitely had to channel his inner Captain Kirk to win that fight. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Captain Kirk turns on the smolder, man. He, like, he smolders at this one chick and just, like, bam, like, force kisses her. And he's like, I have you now in my power and punches her in the face. Cold cocks her. Whoa, which Star Trek was that? That was original Captain Kirk, man. Wow, I don't just, know if I saw the punch it, thing before, but all right. It's it's straight up like I I don't know what episode, but it's it's you know it's one of those things that gets like memeified that you mm-hmm. just see like around. It's like Kirk straight up kisses this chick and then bam knocks her out. Wow. Yeah. Kirk don't mess around when it comes to love and war, man. Sometimes he gets confused. Yeah. Anyway, um, last last couple things I will say. Oh, uh. Injustice has a sequel. Oh, I saw the preview. That looked cool. So the DC fighting game where you fight in an alternate universe, DC, where Superman has gone rogue. Yes. Like the Plutonian. Uh, and I followed the comics, so I'm wondering if they'll 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 follow the comics too. The comics are, are so popular that they're still going. Mm-hmm. Which is just awesome. It's like the battle against Superman. It's like it's like Team Batman versus Team Superman. It's basically the best what if comic of all time and and it's still going it's crazy like just when you think it couldn't get any crazier like you're like oh no this person died this person died no it's still going Mm -hmm. yeah at one point superman gets a yellow lantern ring and shit gets really real that's awesome yeah so i'm really looking forward not to playing it but to watching the story on youtube I was about to say, I love it. That's my favorite thing now when everyone puts the cutscenes together and you just sit there on your lunch break and watch like this awesome hour-long movie. I yeah. do that with all the Mortal Kombat ones. Yes. And I did it with the Injustice 1. I know it's not, a, you know, it's not as, as interactive or as personal as playing the game, but like I just can't be bothered to play fighting games anymore. That's That, those, that genre is, is gone for me now. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm watching Tekken 7, you know, the trailer for Tekken 7, Akuma versus Hihachi. Like, oh, that's so dope. Back in uh, 1999, (laughs) that would have been me, man. I was playing Tekken 3 so much. You know, but now I'm just like, I don't got the time to invest in that. Sorry, I'll take my hour of playing The Witness every every so often, every night. See, right now, I don't have video game time because I bought the third vampire apocalypse book from the passage trilogy mm. city of mirrors it's out now and i'm i'm just in the beginning but i love the passage it's so cool. good and this is the third and final book and it's it's good that's the that's the one where uh, the vampires can kill a bunch of people at once well i mean this is the one where the vampires win and take over the earth oh. and this and then the book is like the first couple chapters is when it's happening, and then it picks up 97 years later. Oh. And it's just like the last dregs of humanity trying to figure it out. It's really good. Cool. It's really good. I was reading like the Strain books at the same time, and the ah. Strain was good, but the Passage is like 100 times better. That's what I was thinking. The The Strain got made into a TV show. Yeah, and it's okay. Mm. All right. Uh, what should I call it? Dude, so I got a Thunderdome for you. Oh, yeah, I got one for you, too. Here we go. Pete's Dragon remake. Yes. I watched the trailer. Okay. After watching the trailer, I concluded this uh they shouldn't call it Pete's Dragon. They should call it Judge Dredd. What? Colon, the Village. Carl Urban. 
is in this movie, and he hunts down Pete's dragon. Oh, geez, I am interested now. So it starts with they find this feral child in the middle of the forest, and guess who finds him? Guess the park ranger that finds him is the red-haired chick from the village. Oh, really? Um, Howard? Bryce Dallas Howard? I, I, I forget her name, but she has that really interesting nose and red hair. Yeah, I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard from the So village. immediately I'm like, dude, this is like the village sequel where she has like like um through her friend at the parks department, she's got a job on the outside of the village and they gave her contact lenses and she was like, Fuck, I just needed glasses this whole time and now they found this feral child out in the middle and she's like, Fuck, I know where this kid came from and guess what? This time the legends are real. Dun 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 I did like the camouflage aspect that kind of make them blend in with the forest, make them all grassy. Yeah. At one point, Carl Urban says something, something to the effect of, let's go hunt a dragon. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, it's Judge Dredd on his vacation time. I just I just want him to be like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> yeah. There's a giant freaking predator alien thing in there. No, it's not a predator. It's just a dragon. What? It's a predator dragon? You made friends. You made friends with the predator kid. Yeah. I mean, that sort of happened in Predator Two, but nobody talks about that part. And you can poop on the new Predator coming up as much as you want, but I think it's going to be good. Well, I, I, it, I have no idea about it. Come on, man, Shane Black. He worked on the first one. He helped write the first one. Okay. It's going to be good. Did I poo poo on it already? Yeah, man. Okay. You always do. <laughs> That's my job, I guess. Right? No. 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 No, it's going to be good, man. They brought back Shane Black. He's going to make it good. He was the director? No, he was the one of the script writers. Oh. And to keep him <laughs> on there to help do rewrites, they cast him as one of the soldiers. He's the first soldier to die. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I hope he still got it. Ah, he did Iron Man 3. Most people like that. That was all right. Did, did we, we talked about that, that they, uh, they switched the villain up last second. Yeah, yeah, they hosed the chick. Because yep. it wouldn't sell enough toys. That's stupid. Because she was actually interesting. Yes. So. More more interesting. And it made more sense. It was like, here's a scientist who developed the tech. Mm-hmm. You know, it had more of a Tony Stark thing going for it. Like like evil Tony Stark than like the, the I don't know, media mastermind dude. Yeah. Oh, well. At least we got the silly one-off afterwards when everyone's in prison. All right. I've got a Thunderdome for you. Dump it, and then we'll dump this episode... So Dragon Ball Z Super is teasing an upcoming arc with future Trunks coming back. Right. And they finally found the perfect bad guy, the perfect DBZ villain. Okay. Goku. Yeah, right. Evil Goku again. Evil Goku. Again. When was he evil before? The first the first uh, Dragon Ball Z movie had... What, Tree of Might? Yep, Tree of Might had evil Goku. Like they're like, oh my god, it looks exactly like Goku, except he's evil and way more powerful. See, I never watched Tree of Might because you said it sucked, so I didn't. No, no it. actually, Tree of Might was one of the better ones. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it was kind of dumb, like all the Dragon Ball Z movies, but uh, it wasn't too bad. I'm excited for evil Goku. I think it's gonna be cool. They, they're calling him Goku Black. <laughs> <laughs> so it's better better than a uh, Boruto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Evil Goku because it's like, that's what they need, you know? We don't need some cat god. Let's have yeah. Evil Goku. Let's let's let Evil Goku go up against regular Vegeta. Okay. Vegeta, a fine light. Like, that's what I want to see because it's like, let's see 
a, a version of Goku fight Vegeta with like the same, the same kind of style as Vegeta. You know, like Goku always had like a heart of gold kind of thing, and and mm-hmm. Vegeta had the killer instinct. So let's see him. He's always wanted Goku to just like shut up and fight. Yeah. Kakarot. And so now this one would be like, yeah, I can give it to you. And then we'll see. And then, but Vegeta's kind of gone soft. So he's finally going to get up what he wants. So is this, uh, is it like in another person who looks like Goku? Is it actual Goku who's been brainwashed or alternate universe well, Goku? I think it's alternate universe. I don't know because he shows up in Future Trunks, his world. Ah. And then Future Trunks goes back to our present timeline and Goku Black follows him. Right. And then he has to fight all our current heroes. Right, so it's just another, well, who cares? Oh, well. I mean, you know, it's it sounds interesting, but, like, Dragon Ball's super dropped the ball hard. Yeah. So, but still not interested. They need Dragon Ball VR, Dragon Ball Z VR. I bet it's coming. I mean, all all the, um, all VR needs is, like, a huge install base which looks like it's going to happen by the end of the year. And then big companies will be interested. Dude, can you imagine if you do Dragon Ball Z VR and you get into a fight and the guy is way outclassed you, power level, and so he goes so fast that you can barely even see his fists and you're just getting the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> but when you go back and train, the next time you see him, it slows down because you're closer in his power level. That would be awesome. So, like, whenever you take on a guy that's way too big for you, there's a chance you could win. But it's not like the, all the DBZ games where it's like, well, yeah, Krillin could beat Cell, you mm-hmm. know, because we had to make it anyone could beat anyone. Yeah. No, you might be able to beat him, but he's just going so fast, it's almost impossible. But the more you train, the more it slows down because you get closer to him. That would be sweet. At some at some point, Eric, uh, I, I think right now I'm just, like, shielding myself from anything like sort of crummy in like the Dragon Ball Z world because I feel like in five to six years uh, or or some amount of time, my kid will be old enough to watch Dragon Ball Z Kai with me and then I can mm-hmm. just like experience it for the first time all over again. Like I want to see a Dragon Ball Z VR game where just like in the cartoon, you think you're tougher than this guy and you punch him and he just takes your punch and laughs at you and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like like everyone that Vegeta fights on the planet Namek. Yes. You know, but that's, I want to see it. Be like, oh, yeah, I can take this guy. And then you just punch him and they like just shake it off. And you're like, oh, man, I better get creative real fast because this is going to be bad news. It'd be so awesome. Yeah. That that happened in, um, I think the last time that happened to me, that was like um, Metroid Prime. Many times in Metroid Prime and, and Metroid Prime 2. Where you'd be like whooping ass, and you just got like a new power, and you unlock the uh, the next area with like the space boots or something, and you mm-hmm. get over there, and all of a sudden you're like you're like firing a lot at a monster, like a regular monster. You're like, oh fuck, it's not going down, mm-hmm. and then they attack you with like a pattern that you haven't seen before, like space pirates jumping at you from all different directions. Ah man, good times, good times. Anyway, um, that's all I got. Yeah, man, I'm good. Voltron, Voltron, Netflix, (laughs) Voltron, Voltron, do it. Awesome. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Jumpman Podcast. You can listen to us every single week. Normally, we release on Tuesdays. Uh, This week, E3, we're we're releasing a little bit later just to catch up on everything. Uh, So we're over at jumpmanpodcast.com. You can also listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe. Uh, We're on retrowaretv.com, elder-geek.com. And, um, oh, facebook.com slash jumpman podcast. And we're on Twitter. 
all over the dang place. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll it. see. We'll see you next week. Later, dudes. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.